Welcome to the Sandy Springs United Methodist Church Podcast, where we bring you weekly sermons that uplift your soul, strengthen your spirit, and praise the Lord. Whatever your reason for listening, we're grateful for you spending your time with us. May God open your heart to love and your ears to hear. Please remain standing for the reading of the gospel. This morning from the book of John, chapter 16, 12 through 15. I still have many things to say to you, but you cannot bear them now. When the spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all the truth, for he will not speak on his own, but will speak whatever he hears, and he will declare to you the things that are to come. He will glorify me, because he will take what is mine and declare it to you. All that the Father has is mine. For this reason, I said that he will take what is mine and declare it to you. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks Thanks be to God. You see. Good morning again. Please join me in a moment of prayer. God, may the words of my mouth and the meditations of all our hearts be acceptable in your sight, our rock and redeemer. Amen. Last week... I tried to explain the concept of genetics and heredity and the phrase blood relative to my four-year-old daughter while we were driving home in traffic on Roswell Road. This scientific conversation went about as well as you're probably imagining it did, starting with me saying, all of us have this stuff called DNA in our bodies that has a lot to do with making our bodies what they are, and ending with me saying, I don't know any other words to explain it to you. You just have to trust that someday it'll make more sense, and I'm telling you the truth right now. And then I distracted my daughter with playing Let It Go, one of her favorite songs, because she was not ready to give up her questions despite my readiness to stop answering them. I also spent much of last week trying to give directions to a group of 42 day campers between the ages of five and nine. So when our passage today began with Jesus telling the disciples that he has more to say, but they're not really ready to hear it, I was completely on board with his sentiment. Unlike me, Jesus clearly has the ability to actually explain whatever it is that he wants to get across. So I'm left with the reality that I have to put myself not in Jesus' position, but in the position of the disciples in the passage who are not quite ready to bear what Jesus has for them to hear. That seems especially fitting on Trinity Sunday, a day in our church calendar that is dedicated to this slippery theological concept of something that exists only in God, something that falls apart in every single metaphor that you try to use for it and can eventually lead to heresy, so don't get crazy with it. But is the idea that God is three in one, God our creator, Jesus the Son, and the Holy Spirit, all the same and yet somehow not. Distinct but one essence, Lots of other words that may not really mean much more than they seem to. It is, however, a core belief 
in a lot of Christian denominations and definitely in the United Methodist Church, and one that while I still don't have the perfect words to explain, I believe. And I can pretty much say that I believe it without having the right words to explain it or being able to fully bear the truth of it. I like that we get to hear about it this year from the Gospel of John because <clears throat> this Gospel of the four Gospels um, is one where the focus is less on knowing the exact right belief and more on being able to have an experience of your faith, to be in a community rather than to ritualize our belief, to know revelation instead of memorization. To have a relationship with this something different than we've ever known before. Three persons in one. And that that guides us for who we are as the body of Christ. And John's gospel is far more interested in that guiding us as a community than individuals. Which once again takes the weight off of me having to understand the Trinity perfectly and puts it on the community gathered together, bringing all our bits of understanding to one bigger picture. And while the academic concept of the Trinity is really tricky to talk about, I love the fact that the Trinity tells me that God, in God's own basic self, exists as a community. God is in a relationship from God's own very beginnings, three persons in one, and that we are called to be in community as well, to do our best to emulate the community that God's self is. That, while I may not be able to do perfectly, I can have an understanding of. God is a community, God is present, when we are a Christ-like community. Well, I may not love the part of this passage that lets me know that I'm not ready to understand everything about God because I'm one of those seminary nerds who would like to know all of the things possible to know about God and always have been that bookish kid who liked to know all the facts. The fact that the original listeners in this passage didn't know everything either is really a gift to all of us. It is a gift that reminds us that we have not heard and understood all of this either. It is a gift that tells us that no single point in history, no single person, no single congregation or denomination can claim to know and own and determine for anyone else the full truth of God and of Jesus and to offer judgment on those who don't fall in line. Yes, Jesus in his words and actions and beings is the full revelation of God in the world. He is available there for us to know. But here he is at the start of our scripture passage today telling us that we really aren't ready to know all of that at once. And even those who walked with him weren't ready for it either. So this other part of who Jesus is, this part of the Trinity, the Holy Spirit, is going to stick around with us after Jesus' flesh and blood are gone. 
and continue to share the truth, the revelation with us. In his commentary on Feasting on the Word, Eugene C. Bay writes, It is not that there will be new truth beyond that of the Word made flesh. John cannot imagine that. But he can and does imagine that the message of Jesus and the meaning of Jesus will require ongoing interpretation. John imagines a Christian community that is not locked into the past, but understands what Jesus means for its own time. He anticipates that changing circumstances and the emergence of new questions, stem cell research, for example, or the ability to prolong life by artificial means, or growing religious pluralism, will require the community to think afresh. John is confident that relying on the spirit of truth, the community will be led where it needs to go. As the world and our understanding of it changes, as the things that we can experience change and the questions they bring up change, as possibilities that we comprehend change, new parts of this divine truth that we have not yet been ready to bear will become available to us as long as we're open to hearing them. And thank goodness for that. Change is our only constant, right? We see that here in this congregation, particularly on a Sunday in between saying goodbye to one senior pastor and preparing to say hello to another, in a physical place where I have seen a ton of change on our campus and in the couple of blocks around us alone since I started working here several years ago. Jesus isn't changing himself, but he promises that our understanding of him will change. That means that our understanding of what it means to follow him, to be Christian today, to be people who come together as a community and live as the body of Christ, that will also change. To be people who share that with the world around us, that will have to change too, as the world around us also changes. We will grow. We will learn. We will become ready to understand things we weren't ready to understand before. Someday, probably several years from now, my four-year-old daughter will have a better concept of what DNA and cellular proteins are New revelation and new relationships lead us to be more fully the beloved community that God designed us to be, closer and closer to that divine relationship in the Trinity. Change and growth, however, can be unsettling. I had always thought of myself as a person who was ready for something new and different and for experiences outside of where I grew up and adventures. And then at the age of 25, I packed up my things and prepared to move out of my mother's house that I had moved back into after college in Pittsburgh and got ready to move here to attend seminary in Atlanta. Those of you who know me may not be surprised to find that I was a little emotional the week before I moved 
But I was surprised by it and sat down on my mom's bed one night and said, I don't know what's wrong with me. I'm just all over the place. And she calmly looked at me with a look I had seen a couple of times before and knew meant that I was completely clueless about what was going on. And she said, you're facing some pretty big changes. You're not very good with change, Candace. You need to adjust, but don't worry. Give it a few weeks. You'll get your feet under you. You'll feel better. And of course, she was right. While the transition to my life in Atlanta and seminary came with challenges, it was amazing. Several weeks in, I had met new friends. I was learning fascinating things. And I began to fall into a new routine in a new community, embraced and loved by the new phase of my life. I didn't know everything about God or Jesus or the Holy Spirit when I moved south for seminary, and I still don't today. But I am so grateful for a creator who offers more and more for me to know every day. I know that the Spirit is with me and with us here in Sandy Springs and in our global church of the United Methodist Church, helping us to see more and more of the true spirit of God at work in the world as we are ready for it. We face changes as a congregation, as a denomination, and that is exactly what God wants for us. Changing how we understand Jesus, God, the Spirit, might be challenging not just because change itself is hard, but because it can shift how we understand who we are and what we need to do in the world and how we see what we've done in the past. A change in understanding, a new revelation in the spirit of truth may mean that we let go of long-held beliefs and accept that we are not perfect and may have been wrong about something before. It may mean that we admit that we've stayed in a comfort zone that our faith has given us and that has allowed us to ignore suffering of our brothers and sisters in Christ by our own inaction and made us complicit in their pain. This past week, delegates from all over North Georgia, laity and clergy, met for our annual conference in Athens, Georgia. They met to worship together, to learn together, to vote for delegates for next year's general and jurisdictional conferences, and to hear and vote on proposed resolutions for our churches. This year, a resolution was brought forward to raise awareness about the rate of suicide in LGBTQ youth and to set up a framework for fully supportive prevention training within our churches. Several years ago, a similar resolution was brought forward, but because people weren't comfortable with it, they took all of the language about the youth that the resolution was designed to help out of it, and no help was given. This year, through the spirit of truth moving in our church, the resolution passed as it stands, and lives 
will be saved. The church is looking at the ways that we have hurt people in the past and seeing ways to care for them as we move forward. We will begin to do much needed work to positively impact the lives of previously excluded and vulnerable youth. It's hard to face change. It's harder still to admit that our faith may have been misguided at times. It's hardest of all to admit that we may have hurt others. And yet, this is something we see Jesus call people to throughout the Gospels. We're used to hearing it about the scribes and Pharisees who we so often villainize as the evil ones that Jesus is calling out for ruining the faith. But it happens even with the disciples and with other ordinary people who interact with Jesus and who are called to understand God in a new way, to change their beliefs, their actions, their relationship with God and one another. And when those people are open and ready for the full truth of the word made flesh, the change in their life, though challenging, is amazing and powerful and transformative. There is definitely truth of Jesus that I do not yet know, that we as a congregation do not yet know, that our denomination and the church around the world does not yet know. There's truth we haven't been ready to hear. And these three small verses of scripture give us the comfort to know that the Holy Spirit is not going to give up on bringing us that truth, on offering us the chance to continue on towards perfect truth in Jesus, so long as we're willing to hear it. Like the disciples who walked with Jesus and so many others who came before us, we cannot claim that we know the full truth of Jesus Christ yet, that we know everything about God, that we have the full and final word, but we can claim that we are continuing to listen for the movement of the Spirit and the truth around us. There is a new day ahead for us, all of us, a new community continually growing and being created through the truth of our Trinitarian and impossible to really understand God and yet fully present and loving God. Jesus has a lot to say that we may not have been ready to hear. Let us stay open to the gift of new understanding and vision and revelation so that we grow in the spirit of truth and to who God wants us to be. Amen. And now we invite you all to go forward into the world, not knowing everything, but open to the new truth that is coming in the spirit. Amen. Thank you for listening to the Sandy Springs United Methodist Church podcast. We hope that you have found our podcast helpful and hope to be in ministry not only to you, but with you. For more information about Sandy Springs United Methodist Church, please visit www.ssumc.org. Until next time, may God bless you.